Hello, Timberwolves fans. It is Timberwolves Explosion, episode number nine. Today is Saturday, November the 8th, 2008. And once again, we are back here to talk Timberwolves basketball. So definitely join the explosion once again. Thank you always for downloading and listening to this wonderful show, which is available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. Now, on the front page of thesportstuff.com, there is a button that says TSS Boards in the upper right-hand corner. Do click on that. That is where you can sign up and become a member on thesportstuff.com. That way you can interact with us on the show and all over the website. There are about 250 members now, and it's a pleasure to have some of you that have joined. But I encourage you others out there that have not, please do sign up. It is 100% free and 100% fun, as there has been nice reaction on the polls, as I do a poll and for every show, Timberwolves Explosion. Uh, there's been a great reaction for it on the sportsstuff.com boards. I thank you that have been responding and voting. But that is how you can get involved. For those of you that haven't yet, do get involved. That is the slogan on the sportsstuff.com. And for those of you that have not subscribed on iTunes, please do that as well. All it does is make the show better and uh, encourage others to join. So, yes, please do tell a friend as well. Do tell a friend about the show. Please check it out. Go Wolves. Now, also, there is a website where you can get great Timberwolves coverage and breaking news. It is TimberwolvesPress.com. TimberwolvesPress.com. Nice enough to mention Timberwolves Explosion on the website, so always grateful for that, and also always grateful for the in-depth coverage on that website. Thank you, always. So with that, today, here on episode number nine, we're going to review the last four games in which the Wolves lost all four of their games. That is not good stuff at all. Uh, yeah, we're right back where we started last year, pretty much. Left off, or starting back where we left off, pretty much, other than that little butt-kicking we put on the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, oh goody. So Timberwolves now 1-4 on the season. We're going to also talk about that Allen Iverson for Chauncey Billups trade involving Detroit and Denver, of course. So with no further ado, we'll be getting into the show right after this announcement. Here on thesportstuff.com, get on board the Viking ship with Purple Mafia. We will talk about the new Purple People Eaters and the best running back in the NFL, Adrian Peterson. This team is ready to make a move forward. Purple Mafia is available on thesportstuff.com along with iTunes and Mediafly. Simply download and listen to the most honest and passionate Vikings coverage. And we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion. A reminder for those of you iPod users, this is episode number nine. All righty. Well, the Timberwolves took on the Dallas Mavericks on November the 1st, so the first game of November, obviously. And it was a 95-85 to victory for the Dallas Mavericks, putting both teams at one-on-one. At the time. Now, Jason Kidd had a pretty good game overall. Did not shoot very well, though. Only 4 of 11 from the field, 0 for 3. But he got 7 assists, 9 rebounds, 9 points, uh, 4 steals. This guy really took Randy Foy out of his element. Um, Foy had a better game than the opening night, but only 
Only eight points on three of 14 shooting. Just Randy Foy, folks. Man, I just, I don't know if I could stand it anymore. He's looking a lot more like a backup than a starter to me. Did manage to get six assists and five rebounds. He's a solid rebounder for someone playing the point guard position. But, oh, goody. Oh, goody. Uh, Mike Miller, well, still kind of starting out not so hot here. Four of 11 from the field, one for five from three-point range, good for 13 points. Not the most exciting game for him either, and uh, Ryan Gomes is not having a good start to the season at all with only six points and three of ten from the field, five rebounds. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Brewer does not play as well as he did in the opener either. Not at all, only two of six from the floor, four points, four rebounds. Tory Brewer definitely struggled in this game. It was a shame to watch. Uh, Al Jefferson not even close to what he was in the first game. He did get 12 rebounds, which is nice, and three steals and a block, but only 14 points and 5 of 15 from the field. Mm. Pretty frustrating. Pretty frustrating indeed, but really the player of the game overall for the Wolves were Sean McCants. I mean, hey, you know, when this guy's hitting his shots, it is quite a shame to see it go to waste. It really is. I mean, a great performance went to waste. He was 6 of 8, 18 points. Uh, he could have scored a heck of a lot more, folks. But uh, he was getting other people involved, and he wasn't just nonstop gunning. Kevin Olley looked pretty solid as the backup once again. 7 points, 3 assists. Not too bad. He even threw a block in there, which is pretty funny. But um, I don't know what's going on. Of course, Telfair is sitting out the second game of his three-game suspension. Um, boy, very tough to watch. See, and the Wolves actually did, well, they started out really poorly, but then had a nice second quarter to make it real interesting. And then pretty much they've kind of fought back and forth through poor shooting stretches in the third quarter, and then Dallas was pulled away in the fourth quarter, and that was all she wrote. Of course, 95-85. Uh, Jason Terry looked pretty darn good coming off the bench. Uh, not great, though. Only 6-14. Nowitzki, well, he did what he did. He was able to get 21 points. Not nothing amazing. Uh, this this Bass guy looks pretty good. Uh, he's kind of like the counterpart for Craig Smith. He's basically their version of Craig Smith, but he can hit that mid-range jumper. He looked pretty nice. Gerald Green making his return to Minnesota with nine points. Uh, yeah. Kevin McHale told us to get back to him after three years. I have a feeling we're going to be getting back to him after three years. There's a, yeah, last night's game against Denver. I'll just throw this. And he looked awfully good, folks. Awfully good. I have a feeling we are going to be getting back to Kevin McHale in three years, as he said. So, yeah, whereas now it's going to be about two years from now. I think Gerald Green was a uh, – I, I think we made a big mistake letting him go, being so impatient with him. Um, countless YouTube videos watching him while he was a member of the Boston Celtics showed he did a lot more than just jump high. I mean, I got a n- negative – Response in one of my Timberwolves videos saying that I'm stupid for saying Gerald Green is talented just because he can jump high. That is totally inaccurate, folks. <laughs> this guy has a lot more talent than just that. Nice passer. He can hit the three-point shot. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to be getting back to Mikhail, so I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, other than that, this game was it was fun to watch, and then it wasn't. You know, <laughs> It was really bad at first. It looked like we were going to lose by about 40 points. Then it looked like, hey, we might actually start the season 2-0. and Are you kidding? Nah, just not going to happen. Ryan Gomes really, I don't know, he was terrible in this game. Just awful. He was, I, I could hardly watch the guy. Uh, he's just, he's not the same player right now. Um, I have a, 
pretty sneaky feeling Kevin Love is going to be starting in, in place of Ryan Gomes pretty soon. Wink, wink. You know, I, I really do. Kevin Love was pretty solid in this game. 9.3 rebounds. Um, not great because he only played 22 and a half minutes, but he, he was better than Gomes. He sure was, in my opinion. So now we're going to get into the next game real quick. That game just not the Wolves' night at all. Now the next day, Sunday the 2nd of November, the Timberwolves lose to the Oklahoma City Thunder. The Oklahoma City Thunder. Now I know it was in Oklahoma City and all that, but uh, why are we losing to the Oklahoma City Thunder? Ryan Gomes, as I mentioned just just a second ago, having a little bit better gay. Uh, gay. Oh, boy. A <laughs> little bit better day. 5 of 10 from the field, hitting a couple threes, and uh, 12 and 4, kind of a similar line you used to see last year, about 12 points, 4 rebounds, hitting a 3 or 2. That was some nice stuff like that. Uh, Brewer becoming more of a stat filler again with a 7.2 rebound, 2 assists, 6 rebound, uh, 2 steals, I mean, yeah, and then 6 rebound line. I mean, not bad at all, but not the greatest ever. This guy is still raw and still developing. Al Jefferson looking like the guy we... We love, and the guy that played great with his 24.13 rebound performance. God, I love that. He always seems to at least get one block, too. So uh, that's that's pretty exciting. Foy, just frickin' awful. Frickin' awful. There was a news article the following day about how Foy just, I don't know, I don't know, man. He was 0 of 10 from the field, but he only had two free throws, five turnovers, six assists. He was blocked twice in the game. Randy Foy was blocked Twice in the game. The guy just, I don't, I, I'm beginning to think this guy can't play. And, uh, watching Brandon Roy literally win the game for the, uh, Portland Trailblazers over the Houston Rockets a few nights back. Ay, ay, ay. Oh my god, what a blowout of a trade that was. But we did get cash considerations in return. You know, because being Foy was the seventh pick and Roy was the sixth pick, we, we, we got cash considerations. That's doing us a heck of a lot good, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It sure is. I can tell. Yeah, it, it maybe might have paid for about a millionth of Kevin Ollie's, Ollie's uh, salary this year. Oh, goody. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank God this was the last game that uh, Sebastian Telfer had to sit out. Just terrible. Craig Smith with a nice game. This is a classic Craig Smith type of game. 13 points, four rebounds. For one, I don't understand why this guy doesn't get more rebounds. Being what a powerful individual he is, I don't know. He just uh, you think he'd be able to position and get more than that? But whatever, I guess. I mean, Corey Brewer is getting more rebounds than him. Uh, okay, so be it, Jedi. No. <laughs> uh, Rodney Carney put, chipping in seven points in just nine minutes. Not too bad. Kevin Love, well, not really able to do much. They didn't really let him play in this game. Only about seventeen and a half minutes. Four points, four rebounds. He got a block. So for a guy whose defense isn't so great, at least he's adding blocks to his game. A chance absolutely drops in <laughs> performance. Mega only one of six from the field. Good for four points. Managing three assists, which is okay. But, uh, mm. yep, that's the thing with Rashad McCants. You know, he's going to have a good game, and then the next game, don't count on it, folks. Forget about it. Forget about it. And uh, Miller, again, not shooting the ball very much. Only four of eight from the floor. Why is Mike Miller not shooting very much? It's just, it's a mystery to me. It really is, especially against these, uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. What's the, what's the deal, guys? Come on, give them the ball. 
He played more minutes than anybody, too, by the way. Almost about 36 minutes. Only eight field goal attempts. Mm -hmm. Two less than Randy Foy. Yikes. Yikes and yikes. Yeah. Kind of scary when the only guys making threes are Gomes and Brewer, by the way. Pretty scary. Those guys aren't necessarily known for three-point shooting. This game totally sucked. Totally sucked. Uh, <laughs> this Russell Westbrook guy, though, I think he's going to be a really talented player. He's obviously pretty raw. He got three turnovers and only two assists, so not really the greatest there. But he's able to get 14 points. He played nice off the bench. I think he's going to be the starting point guard fairly soon. Earl Watson hardly did anything in this game. He pretty much he got four points, four assists, four rebounds, and three turnovers. Yay. <laughs> Fun stuff to read there. Uh, overall, though, what a terrible game. I don't know why Damian Wilkins didn't get in the lineup hardly at all in this game. He's a valuable player, I think, at least coming off the bench. But, okay, I guess the Seattle Soup, oh, I mean, <laughs> Oklahoma City Thunder don't agree with me. So let's just get off this game. Very hard to watch. Very hard to even look at. And now the absolute positively game of the week. <clears throat> Wednesday, the 5th of November, Spurs and Wolves going to double overtime. Yes, sirree, a victory. What a surprise for the San Antonio Spurs. It was their first win of the year, but still, what a surprise that the Spurs beat the Wolves. Wow, I, I just can't believe it. 129-125 in double overtime. Um, Randy Foy had his best game of the year, managing 11 points, 9 assists, 5 rebounds. 5 of 11 from the floor. Uh, he made some dumb mistakes along the stretch, but he also made some nice plays as well. Uh, personal fouls all around for both point guards. Four personal fouls for Foy. Telfair fouls out in the game, but he did manage to get 10 assists and 8 points. 10 assists, though, that is very encouraging. That both Foy and Telfair combined for 19 assists in this game. Uh, Mike Miller with a coming out party, 5 of 7 from 3-point range, 25 points. He even threw in 6 assists and 5 rebounds. I love seeing all the assists adding up. 35 assists for the Wolves in this game to only 25 from the Spurs. But there's a reason <clears throat> for that. Granted, Parker still managed to get 10 assists on a night that he scored 55 points. 55 points for Tony Parker. This guy literally... <laughs> I I personally can't stand Tony Parker. <laughs> I think he's a cocky little, ugh, you know, blankety-blank. But, man, he, he is a great basketball player. There's no doubt about it, regardless of what I think of him. <laughs> oh, man, what a player. What a night for him. Duncan throws in 30 as well. And Mason, Roger Mason with 26 points off the bench. Roger Mason was killing the Wolves down the stretch. God, it drove me absolutely insane. Um, so many blown opportunities for the Wolves, though, to win this game. Foy missing a shot at the buzzer. Um, Mike Miller did not score a single point in either overtime, which is just mind-boggling and frustrating. Uh, Jefferson was doing okay, but he missed a lot of shots down the stretch as well. Though he did hit a shot that would have been the game winner. He was doing a little Kevin Garnett pounding his chest. It's like, oh, he reminds me of Garnett there. He hit a shot that probably should have won the game. But then Tony Parker, boom, nails it, ties it up. We're going to overtime. Man alive. I mean, and there was there was just no defense on Tony Parker. He just caught and shot. Boom. It's like, you've got to be kidding. Why does nobody have a body on Tony Parker? Ryan Jones totally sucked in this game. 
I, 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 I mean, <laughs> he had such a horrible game. He missed so many shots, you know, that he should have made. Only three of eight from the floor. Ridiculous. Uh, Jefferson with 30 points, 14 rebounds, and 47 minutes. He even got uh, some nice assists. A couple of them were hitting Foy for three or, well, a long two-pointer on one of them. Um, but I like the kickout pass that he was that he did in this game. It was nice to see Jefferson looking like more of a franchise-type player on this particular night. Kind of like Tim Duncan. Kind of like Tim Duncan with getting the ball and kicking it out to people. Um Played some good defense on Kevin Love, too, or Kevin Love. Tim Duncan as well, and Love with a couple of blocks on Tim Duncan. He had 14 points and 9 rebounds. And, folks, this would be the last game that Kevin Love doesn't start. Hint, hint. And Telfair gets 10 assists again. Nope, I'm on crack. I'm Excuse me, this is the same game. <laughs> what am I talking about? Sorry, guys. <laughs> Yeah, um, McCann's not much to offer, only getting 13 minutes in a game that was double overtime. So what does that tell you about Rashad McCants? I wish the Wolves could trade him, but his value is not too high. Uh, Craig Smith not even getting a single rebound in this game, so that was depressing. Um, All righty then. Uh, Brewer played really well, though she's getting 15 points. I really liked how Brewer played in this game. Uh, last year he did well against San Antonio as well. It's a, he just seems to get up for these Spurs. And, um, yeah, it, it, it's a joy to watch. It really is. But, again, the Wolves not hitting shots down the stretch. The Spurs did. And that's just all there is to it. That's pretty much a Greg Popovich type of quote right there. The Spurs made the shots and the Wolves didn't. Story over. So uh, that's the deal. Wolves down to 1-3. and three. The Spurs up to 1-3. and three. The Wolves are actually going to be ahead of San Antonio if they won that game. Pretty weird, huh? And now the final game of this show, which was last night. The Wolves demolished by Sacramento in Northern California, the capital of California, where Arnold Schwarzenegger cheered on the Sacramento Kings to victory. The 2-4 and four Kings beat the 1-4 Timberwolves. Yes, as I said, 121-109. to 109. This game... Really worse than the score indicates. The, the Wolves look like they lost by a thousand. You know, I mean, terrible. And, uh, yeah, Randy Foy mercifully sent to the bench and actually played pretty solid off the bench, to be honest with you. Telfair started. Um, these are starting point guard numbers. These really are. 15 points, 7 assists. Yeah, that looks like a starting point guard to me. We'll see how long that lasts. That may be the last time this season he does that as a starter. <laughs> Unless we play the Spurs again. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, Al Jefferson, not good. Not good. 6 of 14. He looked pretty, pretty bad in this game. 14 points, 9 rebounds. Uh, you know, those are still good numbers considering it's not like he's <laughs> sucking or anything. But Kevin Love, what a nice job he did in his first start. I mean, and yeah, he needs to start over Ryan Gomes the rest of the year. There's no doubt about it. 20 points, 8 rebounds for Kevin Love. Only shot the ball 7 times, but he got to the free throw line. Well, he attempted 10 free throws in this game. He was able to get 10 free throws, so that means he got to the line 5 times, basically. <laughs> That's pretty dang good. Gotta love that. 8 of 10 for Love. 2 assists, both of them nice ones. 5 personal fouls, though. I think you got to worry about that sometimes with Kevin Love. Obviously, no blocks for Love or Jefferson on this particular night. In fact, there was one block in the whole game by the Wolves, and that was by Mike Miller. Hmm. 
who actually had a pretty respectable game with 16.6 rebounds and uh, 7 of 13 from the floor. Mike Miller looking good after a not-so-great start to the season. Kevin Martin, well, only 9 of 23 from three-point range. How about that? Corey Brewer, again, doing a good job defensively on Kevin Martin, but Corey Brewer doing absolutely nothing on the offensive end. 0-5 from the floor and three assists. That's it. There it is. Good job, Corey, in about 20 minutes or 19 and a half, whatever. Nothing. Ryan Gomes, lousy again, only 1 of 5 from the floor. Wow, and he made a three-pointer. That's it. Ryan Gomes, lousy. McCants, 2 of 9, and 0 of 5 from three-point range. Wow. Great job for Rashad McCants. <laughs> Craig Smith chipped in 8 points. Not bad. Kevin Ollie got a little more playing time again, so it looks like they're going to play three-point guards sometimes. And uh, Ryan Cardinal played a couple minutes and was joking around with Brad Miller late in the game as he was able to draw a charge on Brad Miller, his old friend. They were kind of going at it, joking around. Brad Miller's going, oh, come on, man. <laughs> and then Ryan Cardinal, oh, yeah, that's a charge. It was a charge. So it was one of those type of deals, but who cares? The game was over. It's junk time anyway. Brad Miller getting a double-double. Of course, him coming back from suspension, meaning Spencer Hawes down to the bench. And still, Spencer Hawes with 13 points and 8 rebounds with only 22 minutes. Spencer Hawes. Mm-hmm. Nice player. Nice find for the Sacramento Kings in the draft last season. A guy who I thought was going to be just a weak wannabe, pretty much. Looking pretty good. Got to like what you're seeing out of him. Man, Solomon's just phenomenal. 23 points. He looked even better than, you know, even better than his numbers indicated. He was 9 of 15 from the floor. Mm, man, that guy, a nice find. I mean, the Kings have a lot of really nice, solid players on this team. I mean, nobody's really a superstar. Kevin Martin is not a superstar, but he, he can shoot, that's for sure. Uh, that, though his percentage was pretty low. <laughs> but that's pretty much where things stand. Uh, real quick, though, Foy. Shooting, er, made three, three out of four three-pointers in this game. 11 points for assists to go along with that in about 25 and a half minutes. So Foy actually looking solid in this game overall. But to be honest with you, that's where he's gonna, you know, I, I guess, I mean, I, I'm not gonna say leave him there for the rest of the year, but I, I think you gotta go with Telfair against starting. He looked, he looked pretty solid. He, he at least gets assists. He's at least a real point guard. And um, if you can get more of a solid performance out of Foy off the bench right now, you you, you got to go that way. Make Foy earn that starting position back. Make him earn it. Rashad McCancy is never going to start again unless there's injuries. This guy is going to be buried, I think, the way it's going. And that's a shame because about, you know, back, back in his rookie year, you could just see this guy was going to – you just had the feeling this guy was going to explode and be a uh, borderline all-star in this league. No way. Uh-uh. He's got the moves, he's got the talent, doesn't have the mindset. I, I don't think he's going to. All he does is complain, and he's always sour. He's always got an attitude. He was rude to the reporter after that uh, that Mavericks game a while back. He was pretty rude to the reporter, going, I don't know, did you see the game? Like that when they said what happened or whatever, and the person sounded awfully nervous. It sounded like a young lady talking. sounded pretty nervous, and it's like, well, <laughs> whatever. You don't need to get an attitude. We know you had a good game, but it was one good game, Rashad. So, whatever. Just because you had one good game doesn't mean the rest of your teammates let you down. 
So you let the team down about a billion times. So that's my response to Rashad McCannot. Rashad McCannot. That's what he is to me. So with that, we're going to quickly slide over to the Allen Iverson for Chauncey Billups trade. As that took place, much to the chagrin of, well, I guess nobody, uh, probably Antonio McDice. We'll get into that super shortly. Um, yeah, I mean, there were rumors about Allen Iverson going to the Detroit Pistons for a long time. Years ago, back many years before he was traded before traded to the Denver Nuggets, there was always talk about him somehow winding up on Detroit, way back even when Grant Hill was still on the Pistons. So we're talking years ago. And, um, yeah, back when, like, Chucky Atkins was their starting point guard. <laughs> and then Billups wound up there, and uh, they were kind of going back and forth. Billups and Chucky Atkins were kind of the, doing a platoon there in Detroit for the first year. Billups explodes, becomes an all-star point guard, and helps lead the Pistons to an NBA championship. Man, it, ah, man, I'm just sad overall, because I really liked Chauncey Billups on the Detroit Pistons. I really did. Um, to me, he was the Pistons. He really was. I saw him as the leader and the MVP of that team, and I think it's a, it's a shame that he's not going to stay with the Pistons and retire as a Detroit Piston. Um, and immediately after the trade, Allen Iverson already will wear Chauncey Billups as number one. Chauncey Billups was number one on the Pistons, and Iverson's already got it. So what's going on here? Allen Iverson never wore number one once in his career. He was always number three. So what's the deal here? I don't get it. Um, I think it's a it's a shame to see Billups out of Detroit. But at the same time, it's cool to see Allen Iverson in Detroit. Um uh, Denver is going to get better because Billups is more of a leader than Iverson, in my opinion. Um, Detroit needed a big-time scorer. They have one. Denver needed more of a leader to go with Carmelo Anthony, not shoot the lights out like Carmelo, like Carmelo Anthony. Um, and Denver played pretty nice. They defeated Dallas last night with Chauncey Billups in the first game. And ironically, very ironically, Allen Iverson lost in his opener with Detroit. So go figure. Denver is only two and three, yet they're still second place because this division sucks. The Northwest Division. Utah is five and zero oh, though. Portland is only two and three, despite that insane victory over the Houston Rockets the other night. I mean that was just straight up nuts. Because there were buzzer beaters back and forth. Yao Ming and I mean Brandon Roy hit a shot with two seconds left. Boom or whatever it was. About two say yeah about two seconds left or two and a half. I can't remember exactly. And it's like, oh, man, Portland pulled off a big one here. They inbound it to Yao Ming. Nice fadeaway. Boom. With .8 seconds left. Oh, the Rockets won. Oh, man, Yao Ming, that was a beautiful play. Well, at least he, he tied the game and then got fouled by Brandon Roy, of all people. Hits the free throw. Rockets got this game. That was pretty cool. Nope. Inbound it to Brandon Roy. Chucks it from, I don't know how far, about 28 feet out. Kaboom. And Portland wins the game. So, yeah, that was one hell of a game, and it just reminds us more and more here in Minnesota that we gave up the next Ray Allen or beyond for the next nothing. I don't know what, I don't know who to compare Foy to right now. I really don't know. It's very frustrating. But, uh, yeah, sorry, I went a little bit off topic, but I figure, hey, this is an NBA show, so I can do that. Um, 
with that, I'm going to wrap up this segment, and we're going to talk about the polls real quick right after this final announcement. Here on thesportstuff.com, we're toughing up on Brave the Wild with Paladino. Join me, Paladino, as we brave the Minnesota Wild Hockey Club on our way to the playoffs. We're available on thesportstuff.com and iTunes. The boogeyman, Derek Bugard, says you better listen or he just might drop the gloves. Call up your courage and brave the wild with your buddy, Paladino Joey. And we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion. Well, the poll for last week on thesportstuff.com. Again, I urge you to please sign up and interact with me. Unfortunately, the interaction level was not nearly as high this week as last week. In fact, nobody commented except myself. Uh, the question was, who wins the Northwest Division and why? And my comment was, got to go with Utah. Can't really see any reason why I wouldn't right now. Portland doesn't look ready to make that huge step yet. And I still say that Denver is a mix of immature and selfish players that won't ever accomplish anything major. And, of course, the Wolves, ahem. <laughs> the Wolves and ahem, the Thunder, are too raw to compete. So, um, well, Denver isn't quite that anymore. I still think Carmelo Anthony is extremely immature and selfish, but Chauncey Billups is a wonderful leader and a proven winner. So Denver definitely improves, I think, with that trade. Um, I forgot to mention Antonio McDice. This is what I was thinking about before. I forgot to mention this. Uh, Antonio McDice has been or will be bought out by the Denver Nuggets, and he's given up a lot of money, by the way in this deal. Um, man, he was due nearly $15 million and will be bought out for about $6 million. So that's a $9 million loss. Very simple math there. I'm not sure why he would do that. Um, not sure exactly where he's going to go to, but I'm guessing probably back to Detroit. Um, oh, he can't sign with Detroit. My bad. He can sign with anybody except Detroit. And if it's true that he wants to return to the Pistons, NBA rules don't allow him to re-sign them until 30 days after being waived. So that's a tough rule there. I guess that sounds like something fairly new, as uh, I've seen it happen many times where a player gets butt out and they wind back up right when the team they started. I don't think he'd want to sit out for 30 days. So we'll see what happens. Bring him to the Wolves. No. I wouldn't be surprised if actually if he went to the Boston Celtics. I wouldn't be surprised if he did that and maybe replaced P.J. Brown. Go get a ring. That would be my personal suggestion if I were uh, an, an advisor to Antonio McDice. So there we go. That's the final little topic that I almost forgot. Um, well, 100% of you voted for the Utah Jazz to win the Northwest Division. And, uh, yeah, I can't see any reason why you wouldn't say that. So we'll leave it at that. This show's poll for episode number nine. The question is, who should start at point guard for the Timberwolves? Randy Foy, Sebastian Telfair, or Kevin Ollie? Right now, I'm going to go with Sebastian Telfair because he's the most true point guard. Randy Foy is sucking and needs to, like, something needs to change right now. Um, yeah, something needs to change, just like what's going on in the White House, <laughs> if you voted for him or not. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Got to go with Sebastian Telfer right now. He's off to a wonderful start. Randy Foy needs to clean up his act first before he should be starting, and uh, we'll see. 
We'll see. I put Kevin Ollie just for the heck of it. I mean, some people might want that veteran guy starting, and then uh, I don't know. I don't think anybody should vote for Kevin Ollie. I just put him there because he's the third option. So that's the deal. Uh, real quick, I'll make a comment on uh, the White House thing. Well, I'll admit I did not vote for Barack Obama. I am much more of a Ron Paul Republican. So a Ron Paul Republican, not a George Bush Republican. I'll just make this quick statement. But I do congratulate Barack Obama and those of you, I know there are many of you listening right now that did vote for Barack Obama or preferred him. And I want to congratulate you and him on the victory. And I do look forward to the future. I'm optimistic, despite the fact I didn't vote that direction. So that is my comment on the election because it's such a big comment. I mean, I figure i got to say something. Why not? Just join in the discussion. So that will end that for now, and I wish each and every one of you a great week, and again, good luck in the future with our President-elect Barack Obama, and um, we'll be back for episode number 10, not last week, next week, and I hope to get a Brave the Wild in tonight or tomorrow, and Purple Mafia tomorrow as well. Do take care. We'll talk to you very soon.